Hey, Adam. Yep. Are you a bootlegger? I'm not personally, but it's very possible that some Manises from generations back might have been bootleggers. Ah, interesting. Some yeah. Martins as well. Oh, interesting. Not related to me, though. Sure, of course not. <laughs> I'm Adam Ennis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Music advice coming at you. Coming at you uh, today, sponsored by Open Studio. Hey, well, you know what? We have another person here working on this podcast. Well, there's Open Studio. Caleb, show him the Caleb cam. That's producer Caleb. He's out of focus. Your, your knackered computer is in focus. You are out of focus, my friend. Right. It's, there, there you go. go. That's Caleb. Everybody. Yeah, look at that. Uh, Caleb Cam, Caleb running the by popular request. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caleb Cam is back by got popular a Caleb request. Mike too. Right, by the way. And we, uh, yeah, we did a, uh, we had some nice comments in the YouTube. Hey, if you haven't seen our YouTube channel, go check it out because there's yeah, beautiful that be something you might be interested in. It's something I'd be very interested in, and I think folks would be. You can leave a comment. There's a lively discussion uh, that often goes over there for some of our episodes. And it's just a cool place to kind of see. You can hear the pod, of course, but you can also see the pod there. Yeah, look, my career is coming in the Waste back management of a, of a in the house. truck. WM. WM. Keep on... Uh, <laughs> keep on managing, keep on, managing keep on, the waste. Keep on managing the waste. Right. So today... This you is know, your episode, buddy. Keep it on track. You have to be the one keeping it on track. I can't do it for you. No, definitely. Definitely. Um, I'm, actually, I might try I'm to I'm excited give, about today's episode. I might try to give a duck and, 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 and dive and weave, in, bob and weave, weave in different in. directions. I'm yeah. going to play the Peter role here. And, You're doing good with your mic placement, too, there. How am I doing? I'm doing very no, good. Thank you very much. Like yeah. We've been um, we've been instructed to, to have our mics in a certain position. So. Were you instructed to constantly fidget with it? <laughs> no, and hold it. That's bonus. You I weren't instructed. Are you sure? Okay. Yeah, it's a nervous tick. Okay. No, I'm really excited today. Okay, because we talk about music advice coming at you. That's what we're here for. That's what we love to talk about. We love to learn. We love to grow. We love music. Sue us. Um, Don't sue us. But the topic of bootlegs, we haven't talked about. Maybe ever. No, I'm sure we've talked a little bit. Such we've never, an important thing, too. It's such an important thing. Yeah. How did we let us get you know to episode 1178 or whatever we're at? We 12. must have had one episode in that whole time on bootlegs. I don't Surely. Know. But I mean, I'm really excited because should we just dive right in? Let's dive in. Yeah. First of all, what is a bootleg? That's a great question. That's because I hate it when people try to be like, oh, you're not a jazz insider. You don't know our cool hipster terms with our hats. You know? Yeah. Um, so why don't you tell the folks what a, what a bootleg is? So a bootleg is an illegal copy of something mm. that is produced outside of the norms of production. That's how I would define it. So, you so that's have, interesting. I never thought of the lack of legality outside the law, running from the man. There's no, yeah, to me, a bootleg, anything. And, you know, we kind of alluded yeah. to bootleggers in the 1920s during Prohibition. Right. Here in America, of course, alcohol was illegal for some reason for yeah. a decade. They thought that would work. And so there was a whole industry of bootleggers who would make their own alcohol or moonshine or even just run their own uh, sort of distribution illegally beyond the law. And uh, that was business. There's still bootlegging of things like, I don't know if there is anymore. Software. But that was a big thing for a while. Software. Maybe like a Chinese CD-ROM version of yeah. Microsoft Office. In New York, 97? you would have people on the street selling, back in the day, bootleg DVDs or bootleg VHSs of right. movies. Or like bootleg Movado watches on Canal Street. I was just in New York. Shout out to Canal Street. I was yeah. staying a block away. They're um, still doing that. Bootleg capital of uh, <laughs> America. Yeah. But uh, Or you could even get like, man, my favorite is like a movie that's out, a big movie, yeah. right? It's out bootleg that week. Version. 
and then someone's got a bootleg on the street, and you, if you, have you, have you ever seen this? <laughs> yes. Oh, I used they, to buy it. In they the theater right. with a camera. I know. People laughing, filming. standing up. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. That's a bootleg. That's old school. Bootleg. And so in the context of what we're talking about here, yeah. a lot of us who grew up uh, pre-internet. Yeah. And they must. And there's still bootlegs, obviously, on YouTube and on the internet. But this was really, it's a different culture than it was back in the day. Yeah. Where... People would uh, go see live music. You go see your favorite players, and for me, man, it was the mini disc. That was the technology right. du jour of bootlegging when I was right. growing up. It had the size, the quality, yep. combination, the recordability. That's you right. Could go external mic, but you could still slip it in a pocket. Obviously, pre phone. And then people would get really brass, like brazen with it. Like they'd have it on the table. I remember seeing yeah. a Jazz St. Louis and a microphone set up and yeah. then bootlegging right there from the That's right. from the side of the stage. Well, I had a uh, a very good friend, fantastic pianist from Houston who's been in New Orleans for years, Mr. Jesse McBride. Yeah. Shout out Jesse. Yeah. Um, who used to bootleg. Well, I guess, is it bootlegging if you have the consent of the performers? It's not really bootlegging. It's just no. Just recording the gig. Yeah. It's but we still recording. call it bootleg. It's still right? a bootleg. It's, yeah. Because it's, it's an informal recording of a concert. He used to record my uh, gigs at Snug Harbor and different things. And then, you know, he was getting a lot of his own. He was a student of mine, yeah. and young cat coming up, and then was quickly getting a bunch of his own gigs, uh, but he would come and put the mini disc under the piano. He had found the perfect place. Yeah. And he would always, you know, ask. I mean, I, I told him, I was like, do it, do it whenever. I was like, I can tell you some better people to learn the solos, but if you must, go ahead. But he would uh, record a bunch of gigs and then he'd come back on the break or he'd be like, if, if you can remember, press stop at the end of it on his mini disc. Oh, you're an engineer too, Jesse? Come on. <laughs> but it was such a cool thing, you know? And I mean, yeah. I think we all had the different experiences, whether you're just going and trying to absorb it all and learn yeah. something and bootlegging some lick that you heard, but then to be able to record it. But because I, I mean, I remember before the mini disc when like the adapt machine, they were expensive, they were yeah. kind of bulky. I remember being with Be uh, Betty Carter in 1991, her stopping a gig at a club in Europe and was like, him. yeah, who, she's like, I see a thing. No, yeah, somebody was video, uh, which yeah. was a lot. You know, she saw the light and she's like, no. And then she made him come over and take the, give Tape. up the, the, the yeah. Betamax or whatever it was. How far we've come since those days. Now it's all fair game. <laughs> I never actually bootlegged myself. I never had a mini disc recorder, but yeah. I would always, I was the benefit of people, friends and people passing yeah. around. Basically what you call mixtapes now or yeah. uh, oftentimes put on like a, a CDR or something. Yeah. Uh, and I had some good ones, man. I had some, I had some Schofield. That, some Sco. You know who might be a community that might bootleg more than jazz musicians is like the jam band scene. Oh, Grateful like, Dead. They, was, dude, it was, they were the first ones to like make it allowed and trading it and the whole thing. I had, I had a friend who was really into the band Widespread Panic, and Widespread he had like Panic, a whole yeah. collection of bootleg live recordings, and he would just like listen to them just it, with pure joy yeah. of all of the solos and the differences that would happen and, and feeling like he was there. It was really cool. The interesting thing about it is that I feel like now, obviously, you can go and see kind of the modern equivalent of bootlegs is videos, I, you know, phone videos oh, yeah. of concerts. Well, that's what I'm saying. What's the, Now, what's a bootleg if on Instagram people yeah. are sharing... Or live streaming, even. Or live streaming. Yeah. Or, you know, oftentimes, like... Uh, well, Caleb and I were... We played a... We opened for... The, for a, uh, what was that gig? Where was that? The the um, tool place? We played a tool place. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like Makita Saws? It was. It was Makita Saws. <laughs> it was a tool library. It's actually oh, a really hip spot where you can like rent tools. Hip or hipster. Both. But um, <laughs> we played for the All Night Trio uh, was coming through town. Mm. Uh, Matt Billinger and Peter Slam. Um, and they like were like, hey, 
Shout out expats in Kansas City. I know, right? <laughs> they were like, hey, tag us on videos and send us videos. Like that's like yeah. bootlegging is encouraged and like we want to use your, your right. self-recorded yeah. things. And that we've promotion. talked about a lot. Like is it good video, you know, and like, or should you be there in the moment or you, is everybody behind their screens? Yeah. I think we've addressed that. And that's a little bit, um, maybe what's different and what I'm excited about is we're going to be diving into some bootlegs from years in the past that are being delivered with modern um, newsletter technology. Yeah. But I think this idea, like, what I'm excited about this is the quality. I feel like the quality's gone down. There's more quicker. Like, you can go, Beyonce's on tour in Europe apparently now because my YouTube feed is like, you know, little shorts that people take up. I'm you, thinking about getting that. tickets. She's coming through town. Is man. she coming? Yeah, Let's I might see that. take my kids. Let's see that. Oh, yeah. I thought we could go Just together. And you, so you'll hear to, it. To, you'll it hear it to the podcast. <laughs> bootleg it? <laughs> well, bootleg it and call it a business expense. Um, no, but I mean, like the quality of the audio has gone down. So, like when really? you talk about with mini discs, mini disc sounds dad, good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most of the stuff I see, it's just like even if it's somebody I really want to see, people don't know how to. I, it's it's too easy, you know. And the it's, phone. Yeah, yeah. And like we were bootlegging or like trading bootlegs so that you could learn. Like, wow, can you believe what Roy Hargrove played on this That's thing? Right, on this but gig. you had to be able to hear it, and there was no video. Yeah. And so it was like putting you in that audio place. It wasn't just about like, oh, you see something cool, what somebody's wearing. It was really about the music. Yeah. And I mean, it was for the Uber fans and for the musicians, basically. Shout out to Bernie. Bernie's bootlegs. How about that? Old Bernie's school, bootlegs. Yeah. yeah. YouTube bootlegger. Exactly. Good stuff. So what we're going to dive into today, and I'll just go ahead and uh, share my screen here, see if this works. Boom. Modern technology. Okay. Yannick Wizdala. Big shout out with Yannick. What's Yannick, up, Yannick? Yannick OG. Is, is, is well known, but in case some of you don't know him, he's an amazing electric bass player um, uh, out of, well, he's been in LA for years. I know. I think he's, I believe he's from London originally. I meant, um, I meant like he talks funny. Let's put it that music way. Music lesson, online music lesson. Yes, OG pioneer, for sure. pioneer. In, the, in the online music for what space. we do here at Open Studio. Big inspiration yeah. to Peter Martin lessons to Open Studio to the original. Uh, big shout out there, an amazing educator. I mean, he's played with you know Michael Brecker and and just a who's who of sort of the jazz fusion and and jazz and pop scene. Super successful, super great player. Um, but he's been doing this thing called The Practice Room, which is a Substack newsletter. That's what you call it, right? Yep. And so if you don't know about this, we'll link uh, below in this episode and on the YouTube to it. You can also just go search uh, The Practice Room. It's Substack's Yannick Wizdala. amazing, by the way. Substack is great. Yeah. But basically what he does, he has this series called um, ASAD, which is A Song A Day. And I was already on his list. He does great blog posts. He does great instructional things. But he started this, I don't know, uh, just a couple of months ago because he's on number 49 today. And you get an email every day. I believe he's like five days a week, whatever it is. But he, it kind of has evolved or maybe it even started as this. I didn't really realize it did, as, as bootlegs. So, for instance, this Brian Blade, this is today's. This is... Um, Crooked Creek live at the Village Vanguard. You know, I love some Crooked in Creek. In 2005. Yeah, yeah. So let's just listen a little bit to that. And then. I mean, listen to that. You hear the Vanguard. You hear the. It's got a vibe. Yeah. This is curated by somebody who knows their stuff, you know. Chris Thomas. Shout out yeah. to CT. Shout out Chris Thomas. One of the greatest. And St. Louis's own. St. Louis's own, the greatest cat, yeah. too. And I'll just sort of jump. We're going to listen to a bunch of things. And this is mainly. So you get a feel for the quality. Ah. Ah. 
John Coward. So I'll just say, this is not CD quality, but it's so much better than iPhone quality. I love just being able to hear you feel like you're in the Vanguard. It's yeah, 2005. Yeah, yeah. I love Yannick's words that, you know, it's the first two Fellowship albums, um, you know, were pivotal moments for me as a fan. Like, he really takes you on his story um, about how he, you know, his influence. I don't know if he recorded this or if somebody I else did. I feel the same way about those first two Fellowship albums, by the way. Yeah. It totally changed the way you think about how you can make music. And this was from a period where, you know... Um, I didn't, I mean, I knew the music and was kind of, it was one of a short period of time when I wasn't playing with Chris Thomas and Brian Blade as much. Yeah. So I didn't follow it as closely, although I, you know, I feel like I'm kind of a part of this era too, but it's just so fun to like go there, to have the story, to have the music. It's almost a nice break from the video. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's beautiful, man. And it's, and, and he's really curated some great tracks. So I'll show you a couple of other things. Well, we're going to put a link here to this, uh, Caleb, so we can. Yeah. The practice room. Absolutely. The practice room so that you can go support and listen to some great music. And it's, I mean, it's free to sign up. I believe he has paid tiers. I'm not even really sure, but I mean, it's, it's, he's just such a sharing, you know, if you do go check this out, give a shout out and tell him that, that you know send our regards from the You'll Hear podcast, and that's what you heard about it, because we just want to spread. I mean, yeah. it's almost too much to, to... I keep it in my email, and I cherish the times when I can then sit and listen to it, you know, because um, it's every day. But it's, I don't think they're going anywhere. This one is amazing. Check this out. So this is Live in the Netherlands, 2005, Stella by Starlight, Keith Jarrett Trio. Ever heard of him? Let me move We've all like you know heard Keith play Stella, but I never heard this version. I've heard him play it live. Like it's so exciting to hear another. So exciting that I'm talking over it. But you know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> so you can check that out. But no, we just want to give a little beautiful. Sample. Yeah, this one's cool. Uh, Christian McBride with Joshua Redman with the Wish Band. Yes, live in Boulder, Boulder, oh, Colorado. Hell yeah! And this is like this sort of just took me back to this time. Um, and then you know Yank's got some great just words to say and understanding of course yeah the, the, his little descriptions uh, that makes it sound he's trivial, like, like, like modern day they're, minor they're just short descriptions yeah are so well thought out and he's he's a really good writer yep and that really helps and obviously a great educator so it just he's he's picking out just the right things to think about to start you know that spark yep oh. what Athene, Pat Metheny, Billy Higgins This sounds like Christian might have recorded or a bass player. It's like right up on the bass. It right? is right up on the bass. Uh. Yeah, I bet this recorder is on the other side of the bass from the drums because you can barely hear the drums. I know, but, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just such, I mean, it's like puts you back at this time, puts you on the stage with them. It's, it's fantastic. It's fun, man. Just the sound of bootlegs of just like you can tell a recorder is somewhere on or near stage. Right. It brings back so many memories. Okay, here we go. This is something that you're gonna like. Adam. Okay, Adam will either. I start like the I like the people that are involved already. Yeah, Larry Golding's with the Michael Brecker Quartet from Smoke. Oh. Should have worn my Hans Groiner shirt. Ah. Hey. This sounds like they were making a live CD. 
George Benson becomes in it. Wow. Uh. Adam Rogers, Bill Stewart, wow. It's a great yeah. sounding room, man. It's great, great, great. Yeah, so I mean, it's just, man, this is so fun. Okay, now this one is kind of funny because I'd actually heard this one before. This is not a Yannick um, exclusive necessarily. This might even be floating around on YouTube, but it's so great because anyone who's following along with this, I think would be super interested in this. This is D'Angelo, Spanish Joint, which is a song I believe he wrote with Charlie Hunter. But I think Hunter might have added his stuff on later. I'm not sure. This set, this is kind of a little bit known um, acoustic piano D'Angelo. D'Angelo's uh, playing piano. Demo, exactly. And he's talking about it a little okay, bit. I, can roll. I think I've heard this. This is a I wrote called Spanish Joint. Some new voodoo album. Yeah, so it's just cool stuff so, that he's so found good. here. The and singing is so good. I know. It's and incredible. It's, and it's, um, I got one more here. So it's all very jazz, like straight ahead 90s stuff. Not all straight ahead, whatever. I mean, it's all kind of within here, but he goes into these jazz adjacent areas or whatever we call them that I think are suit. They're right up my, you know, chimney stack, as they Your would wheelhouse say. wheelhouse had a wheelhouse. If my wheelhouse had a wheelhouse, it would be. D'Angelo singing and playing the piano. All right, so this is cool because I love this trio. And I, uh, this is Reginald Veal, uh, Jeff Tain Watts, shout out Tain, shout out Veal, shout out Branford. Um, and this is going back, this is 97 at the Knitting Factory. Shout hey. out Knitting Factory. You remember that place? Downtown, baby. Yeah. That was back when downtown, you had to play different than uptown. Remember? Yeah, it was a oh, it's a downtown guy. Oh, oh Branford's man. bringing this trio with no piano downtown. Watch it. It's going to get out. <laughs> Reginald Beal. I don't know why I'm looking. I know I pushed it up on <laughs> the cordless trio for one. Good. 
But it's so great what he says about Reginald here and stuff, like his insights. Reginald Vale has been one of my favorite upright players since I first discovered jazz. I think he's hugely underrated player. Agreed. Yeah. Hugely I highly recommend doing a deep dive on Veal's incredibly swinging poetic bass line. Yeah, so I mean, it's just really cool stuff. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. To me, this is kind of the modern... Uh, bootleg you yeah. know what I mean yeah, like yeah. what a beautiful way to share it you can see I mean it's got crazy stuff John Mayer with Marcus Miller and Herbie Hancock live in Ohio Pearl Jam Life Wasted 2006 from Albany New York I mean it's 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 yeah. it's it's a curated list of just really interesting stuff I think it's Don so Gronick cool, with Joe Henderson and, and Randy Brecker just from the context of like a larger you know music media perspective these kinds of like homegrown Substack. you know I'm reminded too of like Ethan Iverson's Transitional Technology is an incredible resource with like almost every other day or every three or four days or something. He's putting out a newsletter with some great content, great, you know, stuff that'll spark your imagination, either from a listening perspective or a narrative perspective or a theory perspective, even history, uh, that kind of stuff. And this this kind of stuff from Young, too. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And and look, if you guys know... um, the hardest thing about this is it's a still a little bit underground in terms of like word of mouth. I yeah. don't know that folks, I mean, maybe everybody's gonna be like, oh yeah, we've been following Yannick's Substack. But if not, and if you know of something we don't know about, please drop those in the comments For on sure. YouTube. Yeah. Um, and there's something else they should do on YouTube. Agreement? The agreement. The gentlemen and ladies Man, agreement. Man, people have been adhering. They love the agreement. The agreement. Now, not as many ladies agreements as gentlemen. That's Come on, ladies, you gotta agree la- too. Ladies, step it up. I know that our... Demographic sways towards the gentleman, but I know we got some ladies out there too. So the gentleman and ladies agreement. You want to explain it or you want me to? You got it. This is your baby. Okay, this is my baby. So the what what is it again? I forgot. <laughs> no, no. I remember what it is. We give you that's how you usually start a beautiful, out. free 21 minute 22 minute episode. Oh, but what will it be by the time we end, <laughs> my friend? <laughs> the episode is over, Peter. Let's be honest. We give you this podcast lovingly crafted and curated by Adam, myself, and producer Caleb. We deliver it to you through the interwebs via YouTube, via Apple Podcasts, series of tubes, via Deezer, via um, Google Podcasts. What was that other one we used to be on? We don't know. Anyway, however you're getting it, we lovingly give it to you. We Geosities. only ask, nay, we require oh, nay. that you have made it this far that you complete the agreement. We've done our part. We gave you the episode. If you're still here, go agree. What does that include doing? That includes subscribing. To YouTube. To YouTube. To our yeah. open, to our, not our open studio, our You'll Hear It <laughs> YouTube. So people might know, not know. We have two YouTube channels. We have right. Open Studio, which is our massive behemoth, almost 200,000 subscriber YouTube right. channel. And then we have- Watch our, your back, Rick Beato. And then we have our little baby, the, right. the You'll Hear It channel, which is what you're probably watching this on right now. Fast growing. It's, fa- it's very fast growing, but we just started this a few months ago, and it's just for the podcast, so that it has its own little lane. Yeah. And so make sure to like and subscribe this video. And- If you want to go bonus level- you can uh, leave us a rating review at uh, at Apple, where, wherever you consume that is this very podcast. Helpful. It's a little harder to do. But though. then, what has been really popular? Yes, agreement adhered to. That's all you got in say. the comments. That's all you have to say. You won't be the only one. I, I you guarantee won't be you that. The only one. We yeah. love you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Caleb. Until next time, you'll hear it. Thanks, Yannick. <laughs>